This song is like exactly where I'm at today. Go marimba. That island, that island feel, fucking steel drums. You guys, you four saps, you missed Dan doing a steel drum. everybody Dan give us some steel drum <laughs> it's not as good <laughs> what's up everybody thanks for tuning in thanks for listening that is a song called Zavadsky Island by a fucking awesome jazz band called portico quartet go check them out uh if you like that they have a lot of awesome stuff it's really they're really really good and that video only has 594 likes we should get how many views uh 33,000 views not nothing for views uh yes i am in my zizu outfit you're right Hello, everybody. I'm so glad so so many people are turning in live. I didn't know if people would be uh, be hanging out tonight. Um, Big J, you didn't answer my comment. Do you remember Dawn collected like birdhouses and had them all around the kitchen? She was weird. Hello, everybody. You were listening to a new episode of This Might Sound Stupid. Uh, it's a podcast where two friends get together once a week and uh, and just talk. Just trying to have a, trying to have a not famous guy podcast, which is kind of weird because if the podcast did get popular, then it would, I don't know, collapse in on itself like a dying star. It become something greater than it ever was. Maybe, just like Star Trek. It'd definitely be heavier. Yeah, just like Dark Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever. You get podcasts. Uh, if you don't know how to subscribe to a podcast at this point in 2020, uh, let me know and I'll have Tommy Boy come back there and hit you in the head with a tack hammer. I'm not going to finish that quote. <laughs> but that's one of my favorite parts, Tommy Boy. Uh, if you don't know how to subscribe to a podcast, I don't know what to tell you, but you should subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Webcam. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, you can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can email us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Uh, if you email us random topics to discuss, we will eventually discuss them. Uh, you're not on the camera faces this way. 
Amber comes down like. <laughs> I don't, you probably have to cake? set it up on your new phone. Does she have a cake? Yeah. No. No. I don't care. She's then. just in her PJs. Oh, Joey! No. All right. Um. You can follow us on Twitter at tmss underscore podcast. And you can tweet stuff at us or just watch me retweet things because that's pretty much all I do with that account. Uh, we are brought to you first and foremost by Joey the Good Boy, who is our wonderful dog, who's not here because he just went upstairs with Amber to go snuggle with Amber instead of laying on the couch by himself. But that's where he was. He was laying on that pillow. He was really cute. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who is a badass designer from Minnesota who I hope is designing my bookshelves right now because that's what he's promised me. He swore an oath to me that he was going to do tonight. I burnt my thumb or something. I don't know what's wrong with it. He's going to build you bookshelves? No, he's going to design them. Oh. And then I'll build them. I'll build them with <sighs> my, my Zizu hat and my calloused hands and my drill. If he if he doesn't do it, I will design you a better set of bookshelves. That's a guarantee. I think you're confused. You give me, you give me the dimensions he's, and I will design the best bookshelves. He's not. I know what the bookshelves I want how they're going to be built he has to show me how they're going to look on my wall you ever been in the louvre that's, that's where my bookshelves go the, the louvre. louvre they're going to take down the mona leaf and be like it's garbage i javin says it can't be that hard i don't know i had to measure a bunch of shit and send all these stupid measurements to happen lapper and he said shit so i'm assuming he's not designing them are you sure he's not like oceans loving your house and now he has secret plans and i'm like where the weaknesses are in your wall to steal what my kids? That would suck. Don't I don't, know. don't steal my kids. How are you, Dan? Good. Whoa! Holy shit, Amber! <laughs> I can hear myself upstairs. Amber, close that door. That's distracting. Um, good. I'm glad you're good. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking tired. Holy god! Even with the the noise canceling on, I could still hear it. I'm fucking tired, man. It's been a long week. For no, I'm definitely tired at the beginning of the week. It's it was, it was not so much today, but yeah, Monday, Tuesday, and part of Wednesday were a slog. For me, it's been uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Today, I'm just like I'm tired, man, and everything's breaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you drinking? Uh, dude, we it happens every time. We skip this podcast for one week, and I fucking forget how to do the whole thing. Uh, Shredder McGavin. What's that? How's it different uh, than Shooter McGavin? They uh, don't have one called Shooter McGavin, I don't think. I only ever see... They may have at some point, but I, they only ever make Shredder McGavin now, I think. They used to have Shooter McGavin, didn't they? Am I crazy? Plus the thing. I, it may just have only been called... I, I don't know. I probably lying javin can you <laughs> damn yeah, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> very very <laughs> what's the difference between shredder and shooter uh more Yo, i'm not asking you no <laughs> i'm making it up that's why i said it with a question mark you didn't even know uh oh it's so good it's what? one of the best they make. Uh, I assume vanilla. They don't vanilla in this shit. 
Yeah, why would Shredder imply vanilla? Oh my god, I'm so tired. Citra Galaxy. That's it. Uh, Shredder is double dry hopped. Okay. Ooh, I can taste it. It's, it is drier. Thank you for that. I gotta get, I gotta get my beer out of my igloo cooler. My playmate by igloo. It's the everyman cooler. It keeps my beer ice cold during the podcast. Another celebration. Oh yeah. I've been drinking more of them this year. Celebration. Sierra Nevada. I got another six pack. This week. the season. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I get burnt out on the the wet hop. That's yeah. That's kind of the way it goes with uh, that type of beer, where it's like because it only exists for a couple months, and so it's like it's nice. It's like a nice little like only for a couple month thing. Yeah. Um, Dan, I miss you, buddy. Same Brooks. here, Brooks. Big J. Ah, uh, mm, that's good. Did you know that alcohol causes cancer? It doesn't isn't the old adage that everything causes cancer? Sure, probably, but like, <laughs> there's things that actually cause cancer, and I didn't know that. Yeah, like I, I was like curious about that. So like I looked into like the numbers. Um, uh, yeah, okay. It, it, if it's me, it, hold on, Javin, <laughs> you're trolling me, and it's gonna work today because I'm so tired. Yeah, like, you, like, you you jumped immediately. I didn't write the fucking article. I just shared it because I was like, "What the fuck? Alcohol causes cancer." Um, also, Javin works for the beer industry, so we can't trust him. Uh, or did. It, it, it's like a a one percent or so chance increase. You looked into um, it more than just that article. It, yeah, I, I went. I think I went to the 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 National Cancer Institute's website and just kind of just kind of see because I, I just kind of googled it afterwards because I I've never been to that website where that article was from. Me but either. When I, went to, when I went to that front page, I'm like, this is a very like a very they know what they're talking like. They have a, I don't know if they have an agenda or anything, but they, they're definitely about no. kind of health and things like that. When they like, when they cited Mother Jones, I was kind of like, mm, I feel like you probably have an agenda. So I, I it's it definitely there there was a number. the The bigger one seemed to be for like heavy to moderate, and that was like your classic like liver or uh, kidney. Uh, yeah, kidney and some of the yeah. Deodorant and shampoo cause more cancer than booze. Javin says that seems like. That because the the article the main point about it to me was the suppression of the idea that it can cause cancer. Okay. Yes, I, I, I think I think what it came down to was at what point would you need to actually put something on a label? Well, like, I don't know. If, I, if, if, like, at, at what point does the risk have to be hit, like reach like a certain threshold where all of a sudden it's like, oh, I guess we need to like put it on a label. Yeah, I mean, my gut reaction is like, if something is if something is known to cause cancer, I just at least tell me. But if it, yeah, yeah. if, if we're like, talking like, about like known old... to is like there could be a wide range percentile like right. actual like increase in chance. If you're if you're, I forgot what I was gonna say. 
Yeah, yeah our, our tap water in Woodbury is probably more dangerous for you than beer. I, I did think that while we were talking. <laughs> I was like, well, and my whole the whole thing that I thought was funny was I shared it, and I was like, I'm definitely bringing this up on the podcast, but I'm going to bring it up right after my first sip of beer. Like, yeah, I'm not going to stop drinking beer unless no. it, unless it was show unless it was shown to be as bad as cigarettes. Oh, that's like yes, yes. But it was just funny to me. Like, I'm not going to stop drinking beer, but like, I'd at least like to know about it. Yeah, no, no, it, it, it's 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 you know it's it's good to to um to have the information. Like that was one thing as I was going through the article. I'm like, there are no numbers in here at all, which means that they obviously don't like what the numbers might say. You're talking so about the article? anything, huh? You're talking about the article? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like the second you like, if it's if it's strictly words and it's not talking about like, it's like I feel like if if it was a a, a big enough chance or like that impressive they would have put a number in there or something i thought the same thing while i was reading and was like mm-hmm. i wonder what the number they do what they had one number in there but it wasn't i mean I they had what the- they had the numbers in there they didn't say like what it increased your percentage by but it was like yeah having two drinks at night can increase your chances for cancer and so yeah. you read that and you're like whoa really mm-hmm. but if it's yeah it increases by half a percent Mm-hmm. I don't know. You got to add up all the things you're doing that are going to increase your chances of cancer. And yeah, to Javin's point, cigarettes do way more bad things than just than just cancer too. Man, if they had cigarettes that were healthy, I'd smoke them. Smoking, yeah. smoking is great, except for it kills you. It makes you feel like trash. People thought that was vaping, and then vaping started killing people. And, then <laughs> and like, the thing is, is like. Two drinks every night, Amber. The thing is, is like, because <clears throat> they do, they they do call out in that article that the a glass of red wine a night is good for you, has been widely disproven. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of how I feel about any of that stuff. Like, if you're thinking that having a drink isn't bad for you, or vaping isn't bad for you. Or if you're out there believing, like, all the Joe Rogan hype that smoking dope isn't bad for you, like, no, yeah, it's all, like, it's all doing something to you. Yes, you're, you're changing your body's chemistry <laughs> when you do this. Like, you it's probably like, shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Some of it's less bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. But yeah, sure, I, I forget what happened with all that. Whatever that thing was, like, two or three years ago where, like, all of a sudden, like, a whole bunch, like, a, no. couple, like, a few kids died, and then, like... Like a few thousand people got pretty sick for like a couple of weeks. It seemed that like. was I. It kind of died off. There were like black market vape stuff that was being made. And it somehow was, got yeah. Somehow it, got its way. It and, was tearing yeah. up people's lungs. But that wasn't yeah. two, three years ago. That was like last winter. Was last it last winter? Fall. Yeah, I'll just stick to. I just been like consisting off of uh, bone marrow. And uh, mushrooms I find outside. That's that's all I eat now. <laughs> like if if it's inside your bones, it's got to be good for you. The way. <laughs> Do you think bone marrow is? Are you drinking your own bone marrow? Yeah. <laughs> I like the way you phrased it. That it's my mushrooms you find. I'll live forever. <laughs> Mushrooms you find. So you're not searching for them. You just come across them naturally? 
Yeah. And that's what you subsist on. Subsist on. That's why it's like, it's like a nice treat that it's like, ooh, a mushroom. A mushroom. Other than that, it's just your own bone marrow. No, no, not mine. Other... Just, just, just generic bone marrow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, don't. Usually roadkill. Don't trick yourself into believing any of that shit's going to Raccoon bones, squirrel bones. Those black market vape pens are another good reason to have marijuana be legal everywhere because then you wouldn't need to be buying black market vape pens. I mean, people still would. It seems like that's probably going to be, you know, I feel like that'll be, that's one of the things where I hope that's early on in the agenda uh, of the, uh, the next uh, the next president will just be yeah, like we're like declassifying or reclassifying marijuana, bro. If our economy needs a kick in the ass after COVID, which it almost certainly will, fucking legalize that shit federally, and let me go to like the Target pharmacy to buy edibles. Like New York was going to do it be, to bro, pay for COVID. I'll like, that's spend, like, they're, like they're, they're, they're planning on doing it just yeah to just pay for COVID. They want to they want to legalize marijuana. Uh, shut the fuck up, Schwat. I'll spend my whole COVID paycheck. <laughs> oh, let's go across the street to Wisconsin. They'll make it legal. Yeah, Wisconsin will for sure make it legal. Then I'll just be going over there and they'll get all my tax money. They'll get all my COVID mm-hmm. money. It's like when people go buy beer on Sundays in Hudson. Two slash three edibles. Two third edibles. What? Oh, <laughs> man, I'm slow. Three two, there you go. Three two edibles, just like we had three two. <laughs> it's like you can kind of get a buzz off it. You got to eat like nine of them though. Yep. And the sugar those, in them is really bad for you. Those are the ones you can eat in certain parks. <laughs> but yeah, man, legalize that shit. Tax the fuck out of it, and just let our economy get back to normal, and then make it illegal. That's. It, I, I could see with the deficits that are going to be there, that is going to be a very, a very popular solution. I hope it is. I like what happened. Lapper said CBD oil is basically Minnesota's three-two weed. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't get you high. Takes all the high out of it. Man, that people get high. Being high doesn't hurt anybody, and being high like it's not. Ugh, it does not going to do anything. I mean, it probably does hurt you. I was just saying that, but. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Schwartz in here. He's do you have anything? Do you have anything new to report? How was your Thanksgiving? Ah, uh, good. Yeah, mine too. You know, went, went to my dad's house. So, oh man, had, had, a, had delicious, nice delicious food. Big green egg turkey. Big green turkey. Yep. Uh. Big J brings up a good point. What about all the brown people we arrest and put to work? Where will the free labor come from? We just won't let them stop. Yeah. Oh God. Leave. I don't know. Uh, well, we won't need free labor because we'll have all the weed money. Exactly. Weed money will pay for that free labor. Weed money will pay for free labor. For free labor. Doesn't sound right. Uh, I don't have a good question. Uh, I don't have a good answer for that question. Um, yeah, we did Thanksgiving here with just, uh, <laughs> that's something a pothead would say. 
Exactly. With just the four of us, I got a. I'm, I'm actually happy it worked out this way. I went to Whole Foods and asked if they had a turkey breast, and they were all out of them because I was understandably the guy was so apologetic, and I was like, "Dude, I'm here on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, you don't, your fault. You don't have to feel bad. I get it that you're out." He was like, "I'll go check in the back freezers for you," and I was like, "I'm not worried about it, man." Um, so I got two turkey legs and a turkey thigh, and it was mm-hmm. it was like the perfect amount because. Amber and I each had a turkey leg and shared some of it with the kids. And then the turkey thigh was my post-squat meal the next day, which was really nice. Fucking mashed all, that. All dark meat Thanksgiving. Fucking mash that shit. <clears throat> mashed potatoes. The only thing I didn't do was gravy, and I'm glad I didn't because I had to make the whole meal, and like everybody's starting to get hungry and lose their patience. Mm-hmm. And gravy can be temperamental. So I, just, I was just like, fuck it. I'm not making gravy. But mashed potatoes. I made cranberries from scratch for the first time. Them shits is easy. Mm-hmm. It's basically sh- like sugar. Oh yeah, like there's, there's, <laughs> that's all it is. There's almost no cranberries. <laughs> it's like eight ounces of cranberries, a cup of sugar, and two mm-hmm. tablespoons of water. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's nice. all. I then I just stirred it for a while. I was like, oh, these shits just are let it go. These just are so simple. Uh, and then yeah, I had the Brussels sprouts that are amazing. It was really good. Nemo got catawba juice or what, you know, the sparkling, uh, I got pomegranate grape juice. Okay. Um, when I was growing up, we always called it catawba juice because I think that's what my, the brand my dad bought or whatever. But for a kid that gets like no soda, having catawba, yeah. catawba juice is a cool treat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a good Thanksgiving. I was saying Happy Lapper, uh, as much as the COVID year sucks and kind of everything about it sucks, I am genuinely happy to have a real legitimate excuse to not go to a thousand different Thanksgivings and Christmas this year. It's mm-hmm. fucking great. I don't have to worry about figuring all of it out. I just don't have to do it. I like it's being in a marriage and having both of us have divorced parents and it will end up doing sometimes like five christmases and i fucking hate it it's so exhausting it's just it's like it's too much Mm -hmm. and like and i also i just don't like carting the kids all over and i don't like it so it's like this year it's just really nice like i'm usually so stressed at this time of the year with thanksgiving bullshit and then, like, figuring out all the Christmas nonsense. And I'm not this year. I don't feel stressed by it. It's just like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I get to do Christmas Day with my kids, and that's it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, Yeah. Amber says, remember Aurora's face when she tried it, our toddler. And it was just like, she took a sip of it, and she was just like. Like, <laughs> she couldn't believe it. Uh, Jevons says next year, man, Jevons said killjoy tonight. Next year they're gonna shove it right back in your face doubly. They're not gonna. They're just. You don't get this year back. I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not doing extra Christmases. I don't want to do the five we already do. I just want to do our thing and then like see uh-huh. see Manda and James <laughs> in some form or fashion. And if people yeah. want to come in and out of that, they can. Um, speaking of Christmas, one of the things we got Nemo is a pirate map, like a treasure map, and a mm-hmm. full size pirate flag. It's awesome. Hmm. 
So that's exciting. Did you get an advent calendar? No, I. Sh- you know, when they're older, I did. You have advent calendars growing up? Yeah, I, I don't remember like when I first when I first got mine. It was always just a fun little thing to do every day. They get chocolate in them or some bullshit, right? Chocolate or something. Yeah, Amber's, but I remember because in the movie Christmas Vacation, which we would watch every year, mm-hmm. they have the little advent calendar. And I remember mm-hmm. watching it like, man, I want one of those so bad. And we just n- never had them. I'm gonna give my I feel like it's like a tradition that like it's, you know, if you can easily start it, but it's like unless your parents did it, they're not just going to start doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to get my kids an advent calendar, though, because I wanted one as a kid. Not this year. I mean, Nemo will remember. He's because I, you know, my earliest memory, memories, I think, are from like three or four, if I had to guess. You- you can get your uh, Jerry was telling me there's a booze one that has little, little, little shooters in it. You can't get so four year olds booze, Dan. That's not for you. That's when you can you can get yourself. I don't need more booze in my life. I, <laughs> That's true. I rare. I you know I drink like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Friday, no, <laughs> I drink Tuesday, Thursday. I might have a beer on Friday, and I usually will have a beer on Saturday if there's fights on because there's almost always. Mm-hmm. Fights on cause of the cancer. I do. I do worry about the the Woodbury water. Uh, it's got the PFAS. P- P- I think that's what it is. PFAS in them. Get a weed advent calendar. Oh. Now you're now you're on to some Wade. Now you're just different edibles in everyone. Ooh, a chocolate one. That that's so inadvertently dangerous because like your kid actually also like ooh gummy bear. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking blasted to the moon. Um. Well, I don't even remember what I was talking about. The water. Oh yeah, because there is a link between. I think there's a link. I shouldn't. Uh, somebody can Google this quick and tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure there's a link, or a uh, not a superficial link. What's the word I'm looking for? Correlation between uh, PFAS and. Uh, fertility problems in people. Oh, okay. And I just think, like, man, my kids drink that water. I hope it doesn't, you know, make it harder for them to conceive kids and have kids if they want to. We have on our fridge, the fridge water filter we have, it says it filters out PFAS and whatever the other one is. But yeah, also I think from most fridges do like a, do that. From what I've read, it's like yeah, they do to a certain extent. But the only way, the only like surefire way, is to get reverse osmosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked into that. I was like, oh, cool. I'll just get reverse osmosis. But it's not. It's not like you can get reverse osmosis just where your water comes into your house. From what I've seen, it's like you have to get it on whatever tap that you want. So if you want, if you just want all the water. On every tap of your house to be safe for drinking, you'd have you know, like you'd have to spend a bunch of money to get it in there. From what I was able to figure out, Big J will correct me if I'm wrong. My doorbell broke. <sighs> That's rough. Yeah, I got like a like a, a guy dropped off food and like hit the doorbell and it went like it went ding ding. <laughs> like oh my god, it's like it's like it because it like broke in and something like broke inside of the uh doorbell itself and so it's like so i was trying to like i was like weeding around in it and trying to like see if something was stuck nope 
So like I had to like go like flip the breaker so it so it would kill it because the stupid thing was just it wouldn't stop vibrating in my house because like the, the stupid thing up there is just 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 it's just mm, just stuck on like the oh like, you, were you making a continual noise yeah it when you did it because Discord cuts that stuff out I couldn't hear your audio uh, so it just looked oh. like you were going ding I didn't hear that why do I hear it this time wow did you guys hear it. Uh, Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, so I got to go to Home Depot and get a new doorbell. Man, I wish my just, fucking just, doorbell would break. Just a button. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get one of those like ring cams or anything like that. Someone's going to get just the just the replacement five dollar doorbell. AWS goes down. Your vacuum doesn't work. Hell yeah. I still don't know if that's real or not. Can't open your garage door. No, I, it, it for sure people couldn't. Couldn't do those things, but there's no vacuum that's dependent on AWS. That had to be a joke, right? There might be. A, one of the Roombas might be fully connected all the time. Oh, you're right. Because I, when I read it, I was like, ha, that's funny. And then I was like, wait, they have Bluetooth toothbrushes. So is there, like, is there a vacuum that is contingent on Amazon web hosting services staying up? Because that would be yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, there could be, there could be some like Roomba variant. Roomba variant, but yeah, it's, it's a thing where it's like I'm always like, because I, I don't do like a bunch of stuff around the house, but whenever I have to like unscrew things and like unhook wires, I'm always like doubly careful because I'm just like, all, right, all the lights turned off and it's not making noise. I think I'm fine, but like, but like always in the back of my head, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think your doorbell can electrocute you, like badly. I'm oh, sure. I'm sure. Can, say, like it's getting power. I'm sure it can shock you. Uh. <laughs> Make myself laugh. Uh, Javin says maybe to like start a scheduled job or something. Talking about vacuums, mm-hmm. but I'd imagine you could manually start it. And then for a split second, I was like, "What the fuck does he mean, manually start a vacuum?" And I imagine somebody like pulling it, oh, <laughs> trying to start their vacuum cleaner, and it made me giggle. Yeah. Big J says it's low voltage. It wouldn't hurt too bad. My I, I was I still prefer to not shock myself. Well, let's, let's believe it at that. Yeah, sure. I was just going to say, my fucking crazy dad one time was helping me put an outlet in in my house. And I was like, all right, let's turn the power off. And he's like, well, it's fine if you just... And he's like pointing with a screwdriver. <laughs> he's like, it's fine if you just don't touch any of these parts. And I was like, yeah, okay, but if you do, it's like death. Because it's the fucking the box. Yeah. And I was like, so let's just turn it off. And he's like, I, this, I've never turned it off. This is just always how I've done it. And I was like, well, that's stupid. Turn the fucking thing off. And he was like, then we got to get a flashlight. And I was like, dude, dad, I have a flashlight on my phone. I'll sit here and hold it for you. <laughs> get a flashlight, man. And he was like, all right. Because I was like, I was, I was like, dude, I don't want to give you CPR in my basement. Just fucking turn the power off. And he was like fighting flipping this stupid switch <laughs> crazy assholes uh okay schwad you still in here i hope you're still in here i don't actually mean this but i do kind of mean this that giuliani thing today is unbelievable i don't know what yeah. to. i don't know what to make a reality at this point 
That or the drunk lady that was like beside him. She was drunk. People, people were just making jokes that she was because, like, she was just like the way she was speaking and like the way she was just like being completely disrespectful. Like, hold on, Happy yeah. Lapper doesn't know. So, just in case people don't know, I'm gonna find it real quick. Uh, because me explaining it is not gonna do it justice for how unbelievable it was. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, I kind of also want to share that. Okay. Oh no, this is Metal Jesus, <laughs> which I adore. Uh, this is the right one. Sorry, guys. So Rudy Giuliani like farted in the middle of this press hearing. Hold on, I gotta. Oh Jesus Christ! This is very fumbly because we don't. Our designer has never designed us anything for the COVID. <laughs> okay, so. I'm just going to forward it to the end one because that's the one that's the most obvious. Mr. Giuliani, I, I'm just, listen to him fart. Do you have a point of order? I'm just hoping to get an answer to the other questions about Mr. Barr and others who have disproven a lot of well, I gave you the answer. You point of order? The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Look at her. Look at him, man. It's unreal. To get an answer to the other questions about Mr. Barr and others who have disproven a lot of I gave you the answer. Point of order. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, <laughs> they don't want to know the truth. That can't. See? Even half a blabber assumed it was fake. It can't be real. It sounds too comedic. What has mm -hmm. Giuliani said about it? Anything? Like. He's not going to say anything about it. Somebody's got to be claiming it's fake news. Of course. It sounds unreal. It sounds like you have a little fart box making that noise. <laughs> I Reality has become too weird and distorted for me. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, the, the link I have uh, has like the Hill story. It's also got the crazy white lady. That work that that uh, work for the Dominion, so like the voting machine company, and she has all these insane things about like nonsense stuff she saw. That's obviously all a lie, but uh, so yeah, and she just seems like she's like she might be drunk. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I saw a tweet that was just like it's weird that the the voting machines in the states he won didn't have any problems. That's like, that's a great point. Yep. Uh, I don't think he said anything about his head melting, but that was the first example of where I was like, I just, I'm not, I don't actually feel this way, but there's just, there is a part of my brain that is like doubting the reality that I'm in. It's too bizarre. That picture somebody got of him where he looks like a, an evil character from Wizard of Oz 2. Mm -hmm. It was just... And then this today it was like the timing of it is so good when <laughs> when he farts she's like mm -hmm. I just don't it's like I don't even know what to make of this anymore it's such a nightmare yeah uh yeah 
half a blabber brings up a good point too. The voting machines had no problem with the Senate seats that went Republican, but he didn't win. Well, I was just thinking this. So this this just came to me. This, this is ingenious. So why would you rig the Democratic districts that you're already going to win? Why why wouldn't you be trying to cheat in to to like flip a Republican district in your favor? Well, yeah. Because it's nonsense. It's not real. Wait, do you think they're lying? <laughs> Javin says, the legal eagle YouTube guy has a pretty good rundown of all these lawsuits and how they're all pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't have, especially this week, I don't have the energy to go through all that stuff, man. Yeah, it's a, he's, before he was president, he was like one of the, like the, like, the most like litigious people in like, you know, <laughs> in, in our country. And that's not stopping now. Is that actually true? Or are you just making that up? No, he's a, he was extremely litigious. But one of the most litigious people in the country? I just made that up, but I'm going to say yes. I'm, I'm saying yes. He can sue me? At a certain point, we're going to get sued. Allegedly. I should watch that video. Which one, Happa? Allegedly. Uh, also, Happa Blapper, we have a Chrome layout pre-COVID. The Chrome layout, here's what the Chrome layout looks like uh, post-COVID. It looks like this. Doesn't doesn't really work. That's perfect. <laughs> it was perfect, but uh, post COVID, it doesn't it doesn't work with the way we're set up because I can't. What you're seeing what you're seeing here is what we're streaming. I can't separate these two, which is why if you look at the actual stream, there's this little black bar uh, right here. That's not a monitor or anything. That's just the black bar from Dan's window. <laughs> uh, why did Schwartz say muted? Oh, because you, you you don't have the audio turned on correctly for the <laughs> for the Chrome stream. <laughs> it doesn't work. Uh, it's not user error. Your user error. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, that thing seemed unreal to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 unfortunate that it's happening, uh, and it's upsetting that these people are doing this. But well, the fart thing just that doesn't even seem. It's not upsetting or unfortunate. It's just like what in the fuck? Yeah. It doesn't the, seem oh, like that. The first one, <clears throat> the first one where it happened to me, where I was like, this seems like I didn't see Trump's presser, Big J. Uh, but you can tell us about it. Or maybe Dan saw it. No, I didn't want to watch that. Okay. Uh, the first time where I was like, this doesn't seem, this seems like a TV show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem real to me was the, uh, what was the landscaping company called after the hotel? Four Seasons. The Four Seasons thing. When that happened, I was like, uh-uh. This is like a series finale on an episode of Rested Development or Veep. Like, it just <laughs> was so bizarre, I couldn't believe it. I, ha- I haven't seen the Borat thing because it honestly sounds too disturbing for me. <laughs> it sounds like it would make my skin crawl. Um, but yeah, Big J called it. The Four Seasons, I was like, this doesn't. 
it doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> how like how is your? I mean, I don't. I don't know. It was weird. And then there was that picture of Giuliani, and I was like, "What is happening? Is it really just that these kind of like?" It really is just the death throes of a dying way of thinking and being. And it like you're just literally watching it collapse because it's unsustainable. It, it, it's well, yeah, it's it's doing everything it can to uh cling on to relevance. Uh the the crazy thing, like so like <laughs> one of like, says sure hope so. Go ahead. One sorry. of like uh Trump's lawyers is saying is like telling the people in Georgia not to vote. Like he's telling like he's telling Republicans in Georgia not to vote in the runoff election until they know the election is secure. It's like so like it's, he's like they're actively working against themselves right now in in the Georgia runoff. Because like you're you're, you're you're forcing your your Republican candidates to say very uncomfortable things about their own party. And it's, yeah, it's not... What do you mean? I don't follow that last part. Well, which part? You're forcing Republican Party... What? Oh, so, so like, there's a lot of people being like, hey, you have to, you know, like, condemn, like, the... Condemn violence or, like, things like that. Like, you know, it's, you have to... It's, like, the rhetoric is dangerous. Like, that's, like, the dangerous rhetoric that's kind of being, like, thrown around by, like, the president. Oh, and like, the crazy person like, who... Who was the person who said there should be a military coup? Oh, I don't remember who that was. Okay, but that's what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, so like, and but they, they're in a weird place where they need the president to help them win because, like, like you know, he like for his you know as for as crazy and like un, unhinged as he is, he can he can he can fire people up to go you know to get to the polls and stuff. He's he's a, he's a he's an excellent salesman. Uh, so they can't say disparaging things about the president or like, so they have to, they have to walk this weird tightrope where if they want his help, they have to play along, but they can only play along like so much, if that makes sense. Like they're, they're in an extremely difficult position. (laughs) I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's kind of not, I don't know. It just seems like the behavior of these people is the behavior of people who don't understand how many intelligent people are watching them and talking about them on the internet. Does that make sense? I don't think they care. But that's stupid. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like the president could care less about you. But I'm not intelligent. I am not talking about me. No, no, but I'm I saying am, like he, he I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm stupid. I'm fully and perfectly average. But there For are long? there are Yeah, 70 Okay, so Happy Lapper says 75 plus million people don't think they're crazy or wrong though. So also I don't know who temp shit. Temp Oh, uh is that Doc? Wait, Doc disrespects here? No, the PhD, I think. Isn't that Doc? Didn't he tell us to call him Doc because we didn't know how to say his name? 
I don't His remember. or her name, I don't remember. Too many people come in here, Adam. I don't know. <laughs> TMS PhD. You can remind me if you're Doc. Um, and also, I don't know what you're saying exactly, too. My point is that they, it's like, if you don't care, it's still the same thing. You don't understand that, like, you kind of can't get away with not caring and just lying and, and, or maybe you can, maybe I'm totally you wrong. Can. You can. To a lot of like, people, like you're right. Pe- people like Alex Jones still exist in this world and yeah. make a, make a lot of money. It is doc. I was right. What's up, doc? Um, and, I, and I think that's all Trump cares about is filling those stadiums and hearing those people chant his name. Cause he knows he's still, he, he still got that. And he's gonna get to do it for the next four years. Like, there were people were saying that like he was floating with like his like inner circle that he's going to start his presidential run either on inauguration day or the day after. I'll just do it for four years. Yes, because because he 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 campaigned the last four years. Like he, that, that's that's what he that's it's the thing he enjoys is getting in front of those people and just you know. Being a rock star. You're not wrong. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm changing my tune on what I was saying. Um also Doc <clears throat> Doc, what were you saying exactly to? Because I don't remember what I was talking about when you came in. Um but yeah, like Apple Wapper says, no, you totally you probably agree with me because I'm a smart one. You totally <laughs> I won't disagree with that. <laughs> Apple Wapper says, No, you totally can and did for four years. Yeah. I think that that's becoming harder for them to do, and that's why I'm saying it's the death throes of, like, a dying way to be, where you can just say, like, well, I don't care about all of... I think that's why it's, why it's becoming a lot more angry, because it's, it's like, you, it's, 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 it's truly lashing out now, because it's, like, it's very upset that it's losing. Is it losing? I mean, see, that's the thing. Okay, tell me if this makes sense because I I literally don't know. I'm not saying this is an answer. I'm kind of throwing questions out there for for everybody listening. Um Trump lost the popular vote in the in the Clinton election. He lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton, right? Correct. And he lost the popular vote by more with Biden or by the same amount as Hillary? By more. By more. Okay. So what I'm saying is like the the overwhelming mass of people not overwhelming, the overarching mass of people are not swayed by that and seeing all the holes in the way that 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 particular side of that part of the aisle runs. More, more people. It was that. That's the thing. Like that's. I think people are trying to separate him from the aisle now. That's what I mean. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to def- like say it less stupidly. <laughs> Is that the majority of people in the world, not the world? Jesus Christ! I'm so tired today. The majority of people in our country are are seeing the flaws in the way that that particular segment of the that side of the aisle runs Mm -hmm. and the 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 like really aggressive lashing out that you see from that segment of that part of the aisle i'm i think are kind of the death throes of that segment because they just see everywhere that their thinking is is not sustainable Mm 
and is going away. Even if you, even if the election was close because of the electoral college, in a certain, you know, de- in a certain way, you can't deny that like your way of thinking is going away, and eventually you won't be able to be close to having the uh, electoral college go your way. Does that make sense? Did that all make sense? Yeah, like so. So like, like one takeaway, and they they use it. They use it as the counter argument because they're idiots and they're just trying to act like they didn't lose. Uh, but so like they like they pick up some seats in the House and like they they may or may not con- like control the Senate come January whatever. Uh, it's be- like people, you know, we're we're a fairly conservative nation in some regards in, in like a lot of in a lot of portions of the country, and so people you know voted in. Like they're like a, a, some conservative house people in their their races, but they didn't check the box by Trump's name. So there were plenty of people that voted for right. a Republican to, to to represent them in the House or the Senate, but voted for Biden instead. And we've talked about that. I think last week or two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, because Thanksgiving will throw my time off. But where I'm locally, I'm much more inclined to vote for somebody conservative mm-hmm. than I am in like bigger national elections. Um, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of issues where I probably lean more conservatively, but it's, it's like nationally the kind of nightmare insanity that Trump and his kind of group have run with has just been, it's like we were talking about a few weeks ago. You had like, the only way that society works is like we have to agree to some kind of social decorum and norms and <laughs> like we have to agree on some of that for things to perpetuate or keep going or you know oh yeah that, that libertarian guy did not help trump's cause what libertarian guy the, the the third man on the ticket i can't i can't think of his name how did he hurt trump's cause well, he's he he would have taken some of the conservative votes. Mm, good. Uh, I'm going to catch up on comments here. So <laughs> Doc says intelligent people are not at the table right now. It is just crazy on both sides. Really, there are seriously intelligent people on both sides of the aisle, but they are simply not being heard above that's, the insane noise. Couldn't agree more. Nope that that that's a that's an unfortunate truth of the. The quiet person won't get to go on CNN, well, or the quiet person won't get to go on Fox. Correct. <laughs> uh, Big J says, and how many are fair weather friends right now? Oh, con- concerning for, for Trump, for Trump yeah. yeah. Uh, like they saw Trump as a means to an end. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what I mean. A part of what got him elected. Yep. Um, Javin says Trump has raised nearly half a billion dollars since the election was called, more than he raised before the election. Uh, I, I was I was watching on that yesterday. Uh, so it was supposed to be like his for like the you know help Trump like legal defense fund to like help you know do all this like law stuff. But that money's just his. Like these people, like it's not they didn't donate to like a, like a pack or whatever like, happened or like, to a, his... or like a political agent. They just they just gave him like three hundred million dollars. What is like, the whatever happened to his wall money? No one gave anybody know. I thought the people gave him wall money. Well, didn't they start like a? Oh no, those always went to jail. Like Bannon's on trial, I think. I think. Oh Bannon's really? Like, yeah, because they were they 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 ran a scheme 
to get wall money from people. And it was just a grift? Yeah, it was a grift. Jesus. Uh, Doc says the Libertarians got like 2% of the votes split out from conservatives. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. And then Happer says, yeah, Javin, that is the real reason for the rallying. It's grifting, which is what Dan was just saying. He's a, that's the thing. Like he's he's a salesman. He's a damn good one. Like he knows. He's a con he man. Knows what it he, seems like what? If, if he's a con man, if it, a salesman, no. like being a salesman, is not a bad thing to be. If you're lying and cheating people out of money, oh, then it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a con. But I'm just saying, like he's an he's an excellent salesman. Like he knows what to say. He knows how to say it. He's, yeah, but he knows what to say to take advantage of people. I mean, that's what we talked you know, about yeah, this a few weeks ago. But that's ago. a salesman. Like, that's the thing. Like, like he's he's the door-to-door salesman. I like, don't agree sure, with that. Sure, sure, he's grifting and con-manning, but... When I did his, sales... His, you know, his skills in, the in like, the language are apparently amazing. Yeah, but they're horrific. They take advantage of yeah. people. When oh, I, yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm I'm saying, saying great that, salesman. I don't, I don't mean I'm admiring his skill as a salesman. I... Well, but I think that I don't know. I I think the distinction should be clear because that's like a few weeks ago when we were talking about when I would sell stuff or like Javin was saying when he was selling stuff in. You are the Trump of this this duo. In in a, <laughs> probably, <laughs> in when he was selling in appliances and there was no pressure. It was like getting to figure out what people are looking for, and then helping them buy that thing was actually very fun. Like, especially when you were working with somebody in like home theater and they were like, I have this money that I, and I get to build this home theater thing that I've always wanted to build. And you get to, you get to help them put that together. Like, that's really fun. And you are selling them on products. You're saying, okay, so you told me that like, these are the things that are important to you. And like, we can look at this TV, but this is a DLP. And like, I think what you're really going to want is to spend the extra money and get, you know, plasma. I mean, that's a, kind of a dumb example but it gets my point across of like that part is really fun but you're not being dishonest or lying or misleading people or taking advantage uh, of people imagine how much easier it would be and how like for like in for your job if all you did was say sell some guy this amazing amazing washer dryer combo oh you know over the range thing and you never had to actually give him the product <laughs> But 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 like but like he, but he kept eating it up for years. Like it's like oh it's coming, man. Don't worry. And you, but and like, but if you're if you're not a fucking sociopath, it wouldn't be easy. Correct. Because it would wear your conscience away, man. You could like if you. I really think if you're a normal person, over time you wouldn't be able to sleep at night because it would it would it would just eat at you. And maybe it wouldn't even eat at your conscience, but eventually you'd be like, man, how much longer can I keep this up? Before they know I'm a fucking fraud, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's the thing is yes, you have to be a true, you have to be a sociopath for, uh, for that to work. <laughs> Did you say over the range washer dryer? Didn't I miss that? OTR, yeah. <laughs> don't you keep it up? Yeah, keep up there. <laughs> Did you really say that? I I know I said all three of those words. I don't know if I said them in. I don't know what order I said them in. Javin, did he actually say that, or were you just making a joke? Oh man! But yeah, he uh, yeah, like yeah, like Trump University, like like Trump's been doing his whole life. Like the man has lost more money than he's made, but he's but he there's this mythos, <sighs> and that's what he sells. He sells the he's like he's the the Trump brand is so powerful that it 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 bypasses everything else. I'm still laughing at over the range washer dryer. You shut your damn mouth. 
<laughs> I love Jevons coming so much. Oh, wait. Several oh. accidents made them recall <laughs> for the range washer jacket. I don't know. He did he did slag stakes. Uh <laughs> but think about it. If you if it's above your range, if the dryer's above the range, <laughs> you, you can use right you now? can use you can use the heat from the range to to like help heat the dryer. So you have to use your stove to dry your clothes? Might as well. <laughs> uh, I think I'm the right amount of like one beer in and exhausted after this week to really laugh at the fact that you said it and I didn't notice it, but then Javin's comment really did it for me. <laughs> yeah, because I can imagine Javin saying it really deadpan, like, yeah, several accidents made them recall all those over the range washer dryers. A convection dryer. Time uh, kids, bring down the clothes. Kramer baked his clothes in that pizza oven. You're not wrong, Walla Beef. You see? <laughs> well, if you plus the comfort of knowing there's a thin layer of gas in your living room. Holy shit, yeah. that derailed everything. I'm sorry. That was very funny to me. Uh, yeah, Doc says, I mean, people who are sold on him are sure that the world's about to end. Yes. Uh, I'm the back. I don't know why half a blabber said them good, good blacks. That seems really racist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did Big J see that? He's talking about he's talking about plasma. <laughs> that was one of the look at the it's Drewer Blacks in the plasma. Um. Meanwhile, I couldn't buy a TV if Javin didn't come with me nowadays. Let alone sell one. Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> half a blabber says yikes. Yeah, those <laughs> that statement taken out of context. But I didn't know what you were talking about. You know, um, the good blacks. TV good, blacks. Good, good. Uh, the, You're making it worse. The blacks in my TV aren't dark enough. I, Jesus Christ. Stop, stop, stop making this joke. <laughs> Shot says, I hope plasma isn't a racial story I don't know about. It is now. Dan and half a blabber ruined it. Oh, yeah. Um. Yep. Wait, are you talking about me? Am I effective and not good? I would say he's effective, not good. Wasn't there a segment about Dan being unintentionally racist? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. That should... Uh, Big J also... Look, Big J... If, uh, if, I, if, I, if I make Big J laugh, then, I'm, then that's all I care about. That's not true. He's, he's the only person I care about. You're trying to make everybody laugh. No. But Big J had a great idea... It was something about making Dan listen to hip hop albums, but I can't remember. Oh yeah, what I was, was. going yeah, to like review hip hop or whatever. <laughs> I forget what I was talking about. I was talking about the baby randomly. No, but it was Big J's idea. Anyway, um, yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre out there. But I do, th I do think there. Are, I, I do see hope in that he lost both popular votes, and he lost one by you know the second one by more. I just think people are coming around to seeing how insane that is. I think I think we're a generation that I'm still learning how to do it. Maybe you guys are better at it than I am about seeing kind of uh, misleading things in text. I mean, it's one of the reasons I shared that alcohol causes cancer things with you. Because I was like, if there's something bullshit in here, research Wade. You know, research Schwat is going gonna, is gonna to see it and going to point out to me like, 
this, you know, or like Javin said, it's, it's kind of a misleading article. Um, me, I know has, I have to get better at that. Me have to get better. <laughs> I have to get better at that. And I, th- I think our generation is probably maybe one of the last ones that will struggle with fu- seeing propaganda in all the internet stuff. Maybe not, but uh, you know, in, I know in our school district, they teach digital citizenship and start yeah, teaching yeah, right away how to find yeah, that stuff, to, how to read that stuff. Yeah. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to make them more intelligent citizens of the internet. Um, uh, there's another good video. So the guy, remember the uh, video on the the flat Earth one from Folding Ideas? Yeah. Does he have a new uh, video he, out? Yeah, he had a new one out. And it's about this like uh, uh, heli no, not heliocentrism. Like whatever, like the thing is where like people think like the Earth is the center of the universe. Um, and how this like documentary like tricked a bunch of like physicists into uh into being in it and like speaking on it uh it's really good how did they trick them into it that's it's a it's a it's a lovely story it's, how long it's is like, that video probably 40 minutes or so oh, so it's, it's, not, it's not like an hour and a half like the other one was i hope my phone doesn't break tomorrow and i just watched that all three thousand. yeah it was uh i i've 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 come to enjoy uh his stuff uh he's he's he's, he's always got uh some 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 fairly intelligent YouTube videos that yeah. I get a little kick out of. I'll have to try to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big J says the propaganda won't work as well, but TikToks will always win the minds of kids. Dances. I mean, when you think Dances. about it, dances. Before the internet, there was still a bunch of crazy shit that people believed. I mean, people still believe. St- people still buy into all the like kung fu magic. Mm-hmm. You know, where like people have special kung fu powers. Um, should we move on? Yeah, HBO Max is going to release all their uh, all their are the all their movies, their theater movies for next year online for free, as long as you have HBO Max. That's kind of cool. How did it's, it, it's, is, is it's, HBO it's paying them for that? How are they making money? Like they get points well, on the it, back end. It's, it's, what do you mean? I don't know what I mean. Oh, so H so HBO Max is Paramount. I forget the pair. I forget which which uh, production company is Somebody them. Somebody in chat will say it if they know it. Uh, but they, since they own the movies, they can do whatever they want with them. So they're just going to release them in theaters to the theaters that can handle it. Uh, so the then, theaters in Texas where they just don't give a fuck in Florida, yeah, uh, or overseas where they were smart, uh, yeah. Uh, but for a month, if you have you know your HBO Max subscription, you can you can watch it for free. But it well for free being that like you don't have to pay an extra fee. Like Disney tried it with Mulan. Uh, yeah, you don't have where to, you, for, you had to pay extra on top of your Disney Plus subscription to watch Mulan. But they're doing it not that way. Correct. They're doing Which, it it's, if you it's have a H- nice, it's a nice gesture almost. If you have like, HBO Max, you can watch these movies. Yes, where it's. I, you know, like I'll I'll take it as an altruistic thing. Like they'll they'll make a ton of money still. People will people will get the subscription for the month to watch the movie, and they'll make a ton of money. But I'll take. I I, I like that they're giving me because I want to see those movies. Sure. And 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 they they could. I'm sure they could try and hold out for another year and and just release a shit ton of movies in 2022 or something like that. 
but they're they're letting me see them in the, like safely in my own home, which is which I'll I'll take that as a nice gesture from them. I'll take it as an altru I'll take it as a nice gesture, sure. I'll take it as altruistic if <laughs> the people who make millions and millions of dollars, the actors, the directors, the probably executives behind Paramount and shit like that. If those people take all the profits they make from that and give it to the people who did like the set design and the makeup, you know, people who probably need the money a bit more. Mm-hmm. Not. I have not finished uh, Dune yet, Schwab. But yes, yeah, so until Dune, that's uh, October. I will for sure be having HBO Max in October. You guys should read. It's awkward in parts. I've been. A, I already talked about it. It's awkward in parts, but y'all should read uh, "Stranger in a Strange Land." I'm about the halfway mark. It's good. It's really interesting. Uh, well, he's he's one of the he's one of the the fathers of sci-fi of that generation. Like you know, he's he's in. Does he have anything else that's 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 super known besides that? Like, sh- that? like that's all I know of him. I'm sure there is, but I couldn't tell you what it is. But Stranger in a Strange Land has been on my list forever, and it's it's been really good. I also disagree with. Jamin uh... <laughs> says, "Do we all get to use Dan's dad's HBO login?" I got my own now. Oh, we get to use Dan's. Yeah, I changed my Comcast subscription because, like, my my package was up. So you do the thing where you just call me, like, ah, blah, blah, and they go, "Okay, we'll give you a, a different deal." Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah, we might still have HBO Go. Uh, oh yeah, he wrote Starship Troopers. Oh shit! Okay. Um, it's awkward. It's really only awkward in the parts where, like, he like you. <laughs> It's very much written in a way that is like this is a nerdy dude talking about women, mm-hmm. and like oh yeah, you, yeah, I think you talked about that last, like two weeks ago. The female characters, I mean, they're very much like nineteen fifties female characters, mm-hmm. but they they're still like they're not dumb, they're not like big bimbos. They're actually very important to what's happening and are very pow- like powerful characters in their own way in their own right, kind of in that time. Mm-hmm. But it's anytime he talks, like he makes any vague reference to anything even mildly sexual, it's just like you're like, oh man, this it's like the nerdiest, cringiest thing mm-hmm. of just like, like he at one point the, I'm not whatever it's but the book itself and the ideas behind it are very good and very interesting. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it's it's I, interesting like when you take books like that that are like like of a certain era and you try and um. And you try and place like themes to the time where it's like, because uh, we were, when I was like, me and my high school days were talking about Dune, and we, we, we talked about that for like a little bit where it's like, oh yeah, this is definitely like, like the way like women are represented or things like that. It's like, oh yeah, this is like, you know, it doesn't bother me that I'm like, it, like as I'm reading the book, but it's like, you, you can tell that there are certain aspects of it. It's like, oh yeah, this is written in the, in the early 80s, like late 70s. Like this is, this is obviously It's just that. a product of its time. Exactly, and that, and that, it's kind of fun to, to like kind of to kind of see that stuff because it's like, um, but the, I guess like, I, I guess it's different in this regard. It's different in the regard that like the way that this is awkward, it could still be awkward if it was written in like 2018. It's just mm-hmm, like the, the mm-hmm. guy is just yes, he's like you can tell he's like doling out a little of his own. Like Stephen King will write sex stuff, and it's just like yeah, that's what the character would do. It's not like. It's not creepy in the same way, whereas mm-hmm. like this thing is just like no, it's creepy because th- you can tell this guy is like, ooh, this would be, this would be scintillating, 
I don't know. Yeah, like I had I had like this this like weird uh, realization when, was, when we were talking about Dune, where it was I was like, oh, like like I was, I was like like maybe it's kind of feminist in that like uh, the thing that sets him apart no, is that no he spoilers. Had, yeah, yeah, is that uh, something that you know he. he is embracing this this thing that's more purely feminine in like the book and but then it's like oh wait no it's just showing that a man is better at it than women are correct like damn it <laughs> correct i had the same thought i was like yeah oh wait no no but it's just it's, it's just a dude doing it better than a woman it's just a yeah like you needed the dude side of it um Oh, I I also I'm I have to disagree with Wade. I'm about a halfway through the second book in the Southern Reach trilogy and I'm liking that. Okay. It's, it's like, I, I could see myself giving those a chance. I think you would like it. Okay. I could very much see not liking it because it is it's it's a weird take on like a detective novel. It's really it's kind of interesting in that regard. It's like a detective okay. almost trying to solve an unsolvable alien puzzle. Um, but I've I've liked it, and I'm about halfway through the second book of it, so I'll probably keep going with that series. There's only three books, and they're not hard to read. Uh, but it's compelling uh, enough. Uh, go- going on the unsolvable alien puzzle tangent, because mm-hmm. that, that's uh, that's your bread and I butter. Listen- oh yeah, I was to a podcast where they were talking about dark matter, and just kind of like when you know when they first thought they kind of discovered it that it existed, this thing. Um, up until now, and how like they, they talk to this woman who's been doing this experiment like at the bottom of this mine for thirty years, and she's like she's never actually gotten any like data yet. Like she's been they've been doing it for thirty years, no data. Like it's can't prove it exists. And so they talk about how there was a point when with gravity, with Newton's laws of gravity, where they had to rethink things when Einstein, like, as, like, Einstein was discovering things, they kind of had to change the way they thought those laws of gravity worked with, like, mass and how things move with each other and things like that. They they completely changed the way gravity and, like, space science worked. Um, And so when they first discovered what they thought would be dark matter... They're like, oh, like these things that are spinning at the edge of these galaxies should be spinning slower. But they weren't. So like, okay, so something else out there that's super massive, that's filling these gaps, must be doing this. Like this dark matter must exist. This must be the thing that's pushing everything along with. Otherwise, this stuff doesn't make sense. So it's either dark matter exists or, again, we don't know how gravity works. And that's what they don't want it to be. Like, cause that, like, that's the hard part. It's like all of a sudden it's because it, cause it, it, like it, so it becomes this weird tug of war where it's, you, you don't exactly know what the outcome is going to be. Like, it seems like it should be dark matter, but someone might come along and somehow prove that, oh, it's not that it's the way we've been studying the universe is wrong. And it's actually this. And that's like, it's such a, it's just, it's just, it's just the weird thing when it comes to like these, like science where it's you never actually know the answer ever i thought that we, every answer always tells you something else i thought that we generally accepted that we don't necessarily know how gravity works like we well, understand, we, we, understand we, we, fundament- we never know fully anything about science we understand the fundamentals of like the math 
of like the acceleration of gravity or you know this might sound stupid is the name of our podcast i don't co-sign anything he's about to say <laughs> that, that was all i was going to say it's like we understand how things like the velocity of things are, is affected by gravity mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily know what's causing gravity i thought Well, it, the thing that always messed with people is that gravity is a weak force. It's It does incredibly powerful things, but you can jump. Like, it's it's obviously like, so like there's... But that's not the, answering my question. I know that. No, well, kind of is. Okay, keep going. Because like that's so, that's where the, like the 13 dimensions comes from. Like, so like, 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 so, you know, so some people think that like gravity is coming from one of those dimensions and that's what weakens it. Or it's so yeah exactly it's 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 way above my head. All, like this is that's like, what I'm saying. It's like we mathematically can express that if you drop, you know, my cell phone, it'll fall, and its velocity will increase at this rate. And you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we can mathematically express what will happen because of gravity, but we don't know why gravity. <laughs> We don't know why gravity. <laughs> 5G, 5G, why 2020 like it is. 5G, why 2020 like it is. We don't know why gravity, man. We don't know why gravity. Half a flapper. This guy gets it. We need a new shirt. We don't know why gravity. We don't know why gravity. Magnets, how do they work? No, but we that, don't. It, that's the thing. Mag- somehow magnetism is stronger than gravity, but gravity is so influential to everything that exists Prevalent. like like uh yeah yeah but that's what, that's, that's what i'm saying is that we we understand how gravity works but we don't yeah. know why it, why it happens we don't know what causes it right no we know what happens it's 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 mass yes have a blubber that's a brilliant idea he says it'll be like an illustration of isaac newton looking really confused why gravity? What did I say? I don't even remember anymore. Why gravity like it is? No. 5G Y 2020 like it is. Was I already it? forgot. So did I. Somebody else. Somebody figure it out. Why oh, gravity? No. I wanted um, want a t-shirt, Dan. Well, that, that, and again, that's the thing. Is Doc like, still they, here? Doc, do you know why gravity? Like there is... Right now, science is, operates under a fundamental set of rules of how they think gravity functions. Man, we need Neil deGrasse Tyson on this podcast for somebody. They, Michio Kaku. So, so the thing is, if for some reason dark matter doesn't exist, then when it comes to certain elements out in the universe, gravity does not behave anywhere close to the way it's supposed to. And we don't know why that is. Correct. And so that's that's why... But I want to know if we know that's what... Why, go ahead. I want to know if we know what causes gravity because I don't think we do, but we can. Can't we also figure out it, like it, what it the has. what the gravitational force is on Mercury versus here? Because we can, we know how much you weigh on Mercury, right, or on Venus. So we mm-hmm. must know we must know how to calculate the gravitational force on those places, but we don't necessarily know what's causing that force. I don't know if that's right. No, um, we do. I, I'm going to say we do. I don't think Doc is here, but he's he's a doctor, so maybe he knows. I don't know what um, he, I don't know what he's a doctor of. Maybe he's a doctor of gravity. Ooh, a do- gravity doctor. 
I'm, I'm going to say we do. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm hitting the button. We do. We need the soundboard. Uh, we can figure out what gravity, but not why. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand that either. I'm too uh, stupid to be talking about this shit. But yeah, so like, so that, that I thought that was that was that was very interesting. That like, like as this stuff happens, like, because like the first time someone saw, so like this lady and her team were the ones that figured this out in the early '80s. Oh yeah, keep going on this. They, they they studied galaxy after galaxy after galaxy after galaxy, and they're like, okay, it's all behaving abnormally. It's all doing the exact same thing. There must be something out there that's causing the ex the outsides of these galaxies to spin at the same rate as the insides. Like they should be going this fast. And so that's why that's when they were like after they got all this data, that's when they felt comfortable going out and saying it's this unknown substance, this unknown thing in the in the universe is causing a pull on on all this stuff to to make it to make it move as quickly as it is. And like someone had tried, someone had like seen that like a couple days before, but they're like, no, that doesn't seem right. And they just they just let it go. Because it was so counterintuitive to like what they thought was supposed to happen that they just like they just stopped their experiment and they just went <laughs> they just went away. And so like it like it, it basically took someone like because like she didn't see what she thought she was going to see like so they then had to spend the next like 15 years studying multiple galaxies and being like holy what the fuck's going on okay so every galaxy is doing this there has to be something doing this thing what is it and that's where that's where like dark matter has come from but then the fact that no one has ever been able to actually prove that dark matter exists by like any sort of like experiments with like actually seeing like physical traces of it, like they're trying to use, you know, like the Large Hadron Collider and stuff, all, all that stuff. So it's either like, because the problem with it is that it, it's in in theory, dark matter is all around us right now. Like it's moving through you, but it doesn't interact with you in like in like a a negligible way. Uh, and so they don't know how to make it register on any sort of instrument that it exists. So basically like, so, yeah, like, so like, her, I mean, her, like her experiment at this, at the bottom of this super deep mine, um, where they can be away from all sorts of any sort of interference at the center of the earth is that they basically want to see it hit a molecule and like shake it just a tiny bit. Like just, 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 they, they just want to see it somehow like, inter like they just want to see this thing move. Uh, but they haven't, and but they they keep going back like every day to like like to this station to research to to hopefully make it happen because like they they want to figure out some way to see this thing that you can't measure. What do you do to make it happen? It's I forget it's something with like the way they have um, certain molecules of of a, of a certain substance where the it's where the station is. They know that it would be interference from anything else. So they can see if it moves in the slightest bit. So if, if, if for whatever reason that the motion of this dark matter has, is able to uh, ever so slightly make this thing move on a microscopic level. Maybe dark matter is wrong. 
Well, that that's so. Who knows? Like that that may end up being the solution in you know some sometime in the future when someone figures out that there there's some other thing about the way gravity reacts at the eggs at, at like you know at the out the at the outside of a galaxy. Like somehow gravity behaves differently in, in for whatever reason. Science. Jesus. Christ, that was loud. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, I I should reread the God Delusion. Okay. Um, you know, for a while that book caused me to refer to myself as an atheist. Now, are you agnostic? Yeah, I mean, what I was gonna say is now I don't think it matters. I don't think I don't th- I don't think it, I don't. I mean, unless you're unless you're expressing devout religious belief, I don't think it matters. I mean, who gives a fuck? What you know? Yeah, like I I wouldn't consider myself smart enough to say that it can't be. Well, so, so that, I don't, I, so, that, so I don't think I don't think I I don't think I could be atheist. The main takeaway I took away. <laughs> weird sentence from the god delusion or what i remember so i read this book like over a decade ago now if mm-hmm. i'm 35 just about a, a decade or a little over a decade ago but what i really remember taking away was that <clears throat> the point of dawkins that i really liked was that he doesn't like how limiting it is to say that oh that's just god's will to say it's not within our human capacity to understand it might take mm-hmm. us 500 years to understand it, but eventually we it's within our human capacity to understand. And I was like, well, if that's what atheism is, is, is it's just that it just means that maybe there is God's will, but it doesn't mean that you can't figure out what God's will is, then sure, I'm an atheist. And so I did that, but I think, you know, for sure there was a part of me that was just motivated by saying I'm an atheist bugged a certain segment of people, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be totally full of shit if I didn't claim that was a part of it. And so that's why I kind of now I'm like, well, it doesn't atheist agnostic. It doesn't, I'm not, I don't, I don't think any religion is right. That's ultimately m- my point of view. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Took the mind. But, no, definitely not the mind. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Then, I, then I get on this really weird pedestal. <laughs> um, those sun sacrificing <laughs> motherfuckers. But I do, I, you know, it, it, there have been certain points in time where I've thought when I've been writing, almost all I'm ever writing about is my own religion. Like when, you know, and, and I only say when I've been writing because it's really weird. When you think about the fact that like from 18 on, Mm-hmm. I wrote more than I didn't. And from mm-hmm. 24 on, I wrote every day for years. And I mean, use every day as approximately. There were days skipped for holidays. There were days skipped where I was sick. There were days skipped where I was hungover. Like, there are obviously skipped days, but five out of seven days, most of the time, from 24 to like 32, I wrote approximately every day Mm -hmm. 
and but I it was like all I was ever writing about was just trying to figure out like what what do I think and what do I believe and there's something in that god delusion that it's just like the the reason for existing is searching and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of weirdly commingled where like without searching and without discovering and without kind of new pathways and and new interests and new hobbies and new ways of being and new ways of thinking you become stagnant and and kind of die an internal death uh and then eventually just die a physical death but i like the idea that like maybe we discover the dark matter is a thing or maybe we discover the dark matter isn't a thing but there's still just there's an unlimited number of discoveries beyond that point that's what i think now like and that's why i was like maybe i should when you were talking i was like maybe i should reread that book mm-hmm. because kind of what i the way i interpret it now at you know a decade later is like well that's the fun of being alive is that there's never any ultimate answer there's just and i, I mean that's what if i ever if i ever get to finish our forgotten fathers if i ever get to finish uh that book that series it it's ultimately about i mean and it even says it in the first book so it's not like a spoiler it's, but it's, it's a prequel of flags of our fathers correct if, the, no definitely not letters from you it says it in the first book that like as soon as you discover an answer it only leads to more questions and i just more more and more in my life it's just like that's all it is it's just like as you figure stuff out it only opens more doors mm-hmm. it's like it's almost exponential in that way it's like one closed door has this one this door you close and there's three others that open this door you close and there's six others that open that the, and like you, you can see why something like uh like feeling like you're so much smarter than somebody else by believing in flat earth like, I got it over these dumb scientists. The answer is this. Like, you can see how that, that would be intoxicating, where it's like, where if, if if the thought that the answer just leads to more questions, which can lead to more answers, like, like that's a lot of work and a lot of, like, you know, and a lot of just accepting that you will just never know, like, fully, truly know it all. That's, like, you have to humble yourself to that. And that can, that can be... That's that, I, I can see how it'd be easy to like, like to take the easy way out and just be like, I know the answer. You guys are dumb. Do you think that knowing it all is purgatory? Because I do. It's, I mean, if you had everything figured out, what the like, why? There is. That's what I think can be so, so interesting about like the Captain Man, uh, Captain Doctor Manhattan character and things like that. Where like, if you have it all, like if you know every, if you're omniscient and uh-huh. omnipotent, and you know. All the omnis. What's the point? Yeah, I, I, I actually watched like a video on Watchmen like two days ago. That brought up an interesting point, but it involves a TV show, um, so I don't know how much I want to talk about it. But it, it brings up like the way his character behaves in that too, where it's. It's 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 the interesting uh, concept of like what 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 a god 
could be in the book Watchmen, and what is the opposite of what I like? What's what's not necessarily the opposite of that, but what's a what's what's a different end of the spectrum that that god could take in the TV show? If that makes sense. Say did that you watch again. Yeah, I did. So like, so, so like the so like you have to be careful to not spoil. Yeah, so like you have the way that Manhattan behaves in the comic book, and he and he and he behaves starkly differently in the com in like the TV show in in some regards. Um. In, in like in his in, in he kind of his attachment to humanity. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of takes two different approaches to like what a man of that unlimited power and like just knowledge like what what could he how would he treat the way this like this his interaction with us as people and and like what it is to be alive sort of thing so it's it's, it's an interesting thing that like the tv show did by kind of taking different a different thought at at the way the manhattan character could interact with people sorry i'm trying to find a, a old jewish proverb and i can't <laughs> think of i don't know why that's funny it's hilarious that's one of my grandma's classic lines. I'm trying she, to find get, she, was, she, was getting, she was getting like made up before, like one of uh, I think it was my cousin's wedding. Wait, that and, was like, a real statement? Yeah, and she came like walking in the bathroom and like uh, I think like my dad's like she goes, "Oh, I look like an old Jew." That's not what I said. Jeez, you said you said a Jewish proverb. I'm trying to find an old Jewish proverb. Yes. Yeah, and then my my weird Ukrainian grandma said she looked like an old Jew once. Okay. Same diff. Uh, I can't find it. It turtles all the way down. Is that what it is? That's not Jewish. Uh, that's, co- that's, that's cocaine. That's not cocaine. Isn't that a? Isn't that, that, that a? That's the thing, is it? Isn't that a Native Native American proverb or story? Uh, I can't find it. Proverb Search 2020, starring Adam Osterkamp. It's... Uh, I wish I could find it. I really liked it, but... It's not like your like, unlimited power is... Is it Hindu, not. Big J? I couldn't remember. Um... But, uh, but going back to your question, like, is that purgatory? It's boring as fuck to, uh, to not want to search for new answers like new horizons like that's that's just that seems boring the yeah the the quote i'm trying to find is about like if you were omniscient what would you do that's yep ancient jews loved (laughs) spider-man it's like if you were uh, I'm going to really slaughter, but it's basically like if you were omniscient, what would you do? You would take away your ability to be omniscient. At, at, at some point, yeah. Like, it's like I, I wish I, I could talk freely about Watchmen. Because uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's this weird thing where it's like if you know your future and your past um, and you can live them all at the same time, like... How like it's like I guess you wouldn't necessarily take away your omniscience. To, like fuck, that's tough. Actually, I don't know, Adam. Because 
I'm going to have to find this some other time because I'm just it, every time you talk, I'm not fully paying attention to you. I'm sorry. It depends how you treated that time, I guess. So as, as an omniscient being that knows your full life at all times, you you know you're good and you're bad. I don't know. I'm not omniscient. I don't have to, I don't have to answer that question. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing, so that that leads me to uh, again watch Arrival. Um, we 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 talked about this with Annihilation just to see the how a different artist takes. Uh, the the subject matter and translates it to a different medium, um, but that's a major cornerstone of that short story slash movie. Is what do you do if time becomes irrelevant to you? You know, like when she learns the alien language. Careful. It happens in the short story. It in the... Yeah, but you're, there's still people who haven't read God the story. Damn it! Spoiler warning. Uh, five, yeah, four, three, right. two, one. At this point, if you haven't seen the movie Arrival, the movie Arrival, or read stories of uh, stories of our lives. Yep, stories of our lives. Stories of your life. Sto- stories of your life and others is the short story book. So yeah, stories of your life. I think is it. If you haven't done either of those things. I don't know. Spoiler warning. Turn the podcast off. Go, um, ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Spoil away. But she, like, she has that moment in, in, it, and it's what leads to her breaking up with her husband. Is that he understands that when the daughter dies, she knew the whole time, and she didn't, and she did nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And it becomes the it's it becomes that whole question where it's like what you know would you give up that time you had with her with that daughter for anything in the world and she's you know it's like what like what what right do you have to make like to to make that decision? Well, it's like I, I once heard the I, that you if your life is a painting right and the it starts with your conception and being born and and goes to your death and Mm -hmm. you live through that it's a so it's important that you visualize it as a painting because a painting is finite right painting okay go ahead painting is finite like you set the paint down and then you can't you can't change it you can't erase it but you go through the painting you know bit by bit Mm -hmm. but so, like God or whatever you want to imagine as God or omniscient or whatever can view the painting as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's also kind of a thing with time travel and can you affect, can you go back and past yeah. and affect the future? And it's like, no, you can't in that sense, because unless there are things like, yeah, you create a different reality or you completely write a new future or whatever. But like, mm-hmm the basic understanding would lead you to believe that you can't travel back in time. And even if you can see the future and the past, you can't 
alter any of it. So then, yeah, that's the beautiful part about it is that what you're doing is enjoying each and every single moment. Mm-hmm. I, I've always thought that was an interesting, the interesting take on Groundhog Day uh, is that all of those universes continue to exist. So the we'll, we'll say he dies a thousand times yeah. in that. Uh, so each one of those thousand universes continues on. Um, so like the time where he like drives a truck off a cliff, everyone left in that universe has to like live with those consequences of him doing that. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like it, the whole universe didn't just keep resetting. It just made a new branch every time. Like that's, that's heavy if he has to like if he's if he like like there's no way he would i don't know if like he would ever think that that was happening but it's like imagine that though it's like like there, there's a universe where like these people are like a thousand universes where his co-workers have to deal with the fact that like their co-worker killed himself or like did something insane on this day and like <laughs> like that's the rest of their lives yeah it would it would really motivate you to do well in each day you had yes like, like if, you, mean, if you if you knew that each individual one created its own separate timeline and the people circle, left behind had to deal with it, unless you're a fucking sociopath, yeah, you would want to leave people with a good reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun stuff to talk about. I mean, ultimately, how many? Nobody's listening anymore. It's just you and me, right? Oh, we got six. Six. We got a schwat. Probably Big J. Get left shrimp. That left right. <laughs> uh, Daryl Chocolate Thunder Dawkins. That's who wrote that book, right? It was cool that Doc showed up again. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever think that, like, Daryl Chocolate Thunder Dawkins wanted to write a companion piece to the God Delusion called The God Ball Illusion? Because he's a basketball player. And it was just about basketball stuff. No. I don't even know who you're talking about. I do own The Selfish Gene. I've never read it. I need to read that. Is that by Daryl? No. Oh. Uh, I, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Half a platform says he thinks so. I, do, I have been able to get back into reading. I know I've talked about it on the podcast, but man, now that my kids are just a little bit older, mm-hmm. I can't like I can't express to you in human words that I have available how much I missed reading and how much I like just keep my head down and being a parent and doing what I had to do to like make sure I was being the best parent I could like just ignoring books for so long it like now that I just it's like oh it's the nicest most relaxing thing to just sit and read mm-hmm. and I'm getting like I'm just getting little bits more and little bits more it's I just I love it but yeah I gotta read um, but I was going to say, like, I, I think I've only ever shared this with one person whose name I can't remember. I can see his face. Interesting. It's not, I mean, it's not, it's not anything crazy or defamatory. It's just, I just don't think people are genuinely or maybe generally is the better term generally interested in it. It's that it's just like my, 
I don't have religion, but I have my own beliefs because I think they're. I think that's, that's a rage song, isn't it? I think most people have to have their own. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me, but I, I have to operate in a way that, like, I have to have some understanding of like why, why existence be. Yeah, <laughs> this, this why gravity is. This why existence be. Why exist? Why existence be? Um, be and I've talked about that on the podcast before, right? I, I I've had times in my life where I get to that. I call it my mental ceiling of like. I don't understand why there should be existence. It would be mm-hmm. easier for there to just be nothing. And like the true idea of nothing, like there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why is there existence? Great fucking question. I don't have an answer for that. Um, have that versus damn two shirts in one night. Why existence be? I, 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 I picture don't remember. Existence be being a picture of a bee, but it's black stripes are galaxy, like kind of like that like empty galaxy look. That that that's that's the existence be. Dan's literally a genius. For anybody, I've said that for multiple any, times. For anybody that doesn't know him, well, I don't even remember what the other shirt was. What was it? It's about gravity. Why gravity? No, but it why wasn't gravity just, like it is? It wasn't just no. why gravity. No, we'll go back and look at it. Uh, I don't know. We might be too goofy for me to get get this all out. Too goopy? Too goopy, as it's ten to ten. I'll do it on another podcast. It takes too long to explain. No, it's it, that's a it's a it's a it's, it's a just thing. Like, it's and, like, and again, it, it kind of goes back to like the like the flat Earth stuff, where it's so much easier to like wake up and go, ha, I fucking know it. These idiots, they're fucking, they're idiots. They don't know. I know it. It's just all flat. It's this thing. There's something comforting in belief, right? Like there's something. Oh, especially an absolute belief like that, where it's like, because it can explain away so many things. That yeah, are like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call mine an absolute belief, though. It's just an ex. No, no. It's just. But an, I, I think that is where, like, because yours, yours isn't unflinching. No, mine's kind of ever evolving, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, it's still a. It's still a. I mean, it is a belief, but it's like all, all of my understanding mm-hmm. and logic leads me to this point leads mm-hmm. me to this belief mm-hmm. um and it's it is comforting it's i it, it's like my mind does it as a way to comfort me with the fact that i'm not eternal does that make sense? That you know of. Sure. But it, it it's my way of comforting me in understanding my own mortality. Like, does everybody yeah. do that? I don't know. Does everybody, like, how often do you think about your own mortality? Not not often. Mm. Not saying. Well, well, what, what are you saying often? Like, how like how often has this come up in, in, in your, like, your, your life? All the time. How, how often does it come up, or how often do yeah. I think about it? Think about it. it. I I think at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Dan's gonna live forever. 
I don't know. At least at least four out of seven days a week, if not more. Okay. How often do I think about my own mortality? Sure. Yeah. Was that was I, that oh, was that the same before kids? Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like I th- I think about the fact that I'm going to die. It's. I remember when. So I mean, this is an answer about kids, but I remember when Nemo was first born. He was, it, I mean, he had to be three months or older. I can't remember. How old are kids when they can start to hold their heads up? I've already forgotten that shit. I want to say three months. Like, he could hold his own head up. Mm-hmm. And I was laying, I like, re, like vividly, vividly remember it. I was laying on the floor in our old West St. Paul house. Remember we had that bedroom with, a, like, the whole wall was windows and it faced south. And it was mm-hmm. just like this beautiful sunlight coming in and we were both in a great mood and I had him sitting, I was laying down and he was sitting on my chest laughing. Man, I could cry talking about this. And he like, he looked at me and I looked at him and it was, I know this is going to sound crazy. I'm not like, I'm not a person who believes in ghosts or any of that bullshit, but like, this is something that it fully felt real to me. He looked at me and I was like, Oh I like I know you. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever had. Where like, and I have it with both my kids, but it was just like, I've met you before. Like I've no, like, seriously. Like I've known you, and I know that sounds insane, but it was just. I think about that. That's what I mean. Of like my own mortality is that like there is a part of me that feels certain that there is an eternity that stays with us. I have that belief because I can't prove any of that. It's just a belief. But I just had this moment like with him sitting on my chest and he couldn't say any words or anything, but it was just like, I just, I know that I've known him. I know that like I've been with him and I've been, I've shared life with him. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that I've shared life in the same way, but it was just like, I've never felt it with anybody else except my kids, but it's just like, man, I know you. I just, I know that I know you, but it's a belief. I can't explain it. I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't make it make any sense, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was one of the most, it was one of the strongest feelings I've ever had in my life of just like instinct of just, I know you. And it very well could be just, chemicals in my brain (laughs) tricking me because this stupid helpless thing is so annoying and needs to be taken care of all the time Mm -hmm. and i need a reason to take care of it it could just be that but if that's what it is i don't give a fuck because it just it felt so good and so powerful but that's more what i mean i don't i don't think about like i don't wander around all day going like oh i'm gonna die (laughs) i'm gonna die someday it's more like thinking about what part of it 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 is in me that lives on eternally does that make sense yeah okay yeah because like like because yeah like when, when you're saying i know you you're are you seeing yourself there no or, or, or some of you so you're no. seeing like okay so this, this is so the, like there it's it's so what what do you know I'm what it is is it's more I'm seeing everybody else. It doesn't have anything to do with me. No, yeah, okay. 
there's there's just there's something in there's uh, energy is the only word I have like there's something in that feeling that like the energy in your really young child before they before they are like like Nemo's his own dude now and Aurora is mm-hmm. definitely getting there where like the the world is influencing who they are which is how life works like you're just influenced mm-hmm. by your surroundings but like before that who they are is 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 there and it's it's a it it's a combination of things it's like the the core of nemo has always been there and it will be acted upon by the world and the interplay between those two things will form who he is as an adult person. But the, the core of him is kind of a, it's like a representation of consciousness. I don't have a good word for it, but it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's just like, I almost hesitate to say because it, it makes me feel so crazy, but it's like I've known the signal that you're putting out in a million different ways. Like you've been my best friend. You've been my parent. You've, you know, like I've just, it's like I've just known the feeling of you before. Okay. And it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know that it means like that thing is necessarily linked forever. That's where I would like, I don't really want to go into it right now, but it's like my kind of belief on the part of us that's eternal. If it truly is eternal, then you've known everybody. Yeah. Cause it's, it's all the same stuff. Well, but if it's eternal, like let's say there is a finite part of you, right? But it is eternal in it in eternity you will eventually have spent a part of that eternity with every other individual thing with everybody else that's that's it's, the beauty it's so infinite this, it's eternal there's this short story by the guy that wrote the martian called is it egg. in his new book because don't spoil that book for me no. i haven't read it okay uh called egg yeah um and it's basically this, this guy dies and he, and he and he shows up and he sees he sees god and god's like hey how you doing man like you you're, you you did great buddy you did a great job uh you're i'm gonna send you back and it's basically it's like it's this short little like couple like few page story of like this of god basically you know explaining to him basically it's like you know you're not done yet you're gonna go back like you're going to be everybody like you're not you're not finished yet. Like like who you, who you are as uh, uh, a person isn't done. So you have to go back, and it's 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 that same thing where it's like this person's journey is to experience life as everyone. Yeah, and the Hindu religion honestly is the close. If I had to pick one, yeah. like they're the closest to getting That's, it right. It's that for sure. The the existence is born from the navel of. Uh, Vishnu, Vishnu. 
It's a lotus. It's a lotus flower that's born from the navel of Vishnu. I'm pretty sure. Uh, not Vishnu. God damn it. Doraemon. Ganesha. Thanks, Ganesh. Thanks, Big J. What's that? Uh, he, he has posted uh, a, oh, yeah. a video version of it. It's Ganesh. Uh, it's, 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 it's a great short story. So, it, the Hindu religion is Ganesh. The universe is, is a lotus flower that's born from his navel. And it, like you can actually figure out the math of how long existence is according to like the Hindu text, but it it's like billions of years. Yeah. And it just cycles back and everybody, and it's forever. Everybody gets to experience being Ganesh. Everybody gets to experience, you know, or if you ever read the Vedas, those are like the beginning of the Vedas are really cool. Um, in terms of like you experiencing everything. The hardest part of all but, of those is, it, wait, is, the, is the fact that you have to be Hitler at some point. Right, but or yeah, or, or or someone like that. But like like that. That's always like the. Yeah, it's like it kind of goes what, like what what would make me be that thing? But it's like something did. It kind of goes into a thing I was saying in Dad Chat the other day, or I was actually just talking with Big J about it on Wednesday. Like with my kids, sometimes I'll get crabby at them, and then I what I've been trying to do lately is like a mat. Like imagine if like Dan had a head injury and I had to take care of Dan but he was like one of my kids. It's like you would, I would have so much more compassion for Dan because I know what he lost. Whereas with my kids, it's like, he hasn't gained that yet. And that's what the you're feeling. You're going to injure your kids. No, shut up, dude. It's like the feeling, the feeling is that like, you're my best friend. I love right. hanging out and talking to you. Right. That's why I have a podcast with you. And we've said it a number of times in this podcast. Like if we ever get sick of doing this, we'll just get together once a week and have a beer and, and shoot the shit. Like mm -hmm. I love hanging out and talking with you. And so imagine hundreds of millennia from now, whatever is eternal in me is experiencing a new, a, a, not a new religion, a new existence. And I have a child and like, you just have a different, and I, it's, it's one of the most frustrating parts about parenthood, but it is absolutely true. You can't understand parenthood until you have a child. I really believe that. I just don't think you, I don't think you can get, I don't think you get it unless you have like that thing. That You're sense. so connected with them. And there is a part of me that's like, it's billions of years in the future and it's billions of miles away on it. And, existence on a different planet but whatever part of me that is eternal has come into existence again and it it acts in a process whatever that process is that gives existence to something else and the the eternal thing that's in you comes into existence there there and there is a part of me that recognizes it that's what it feels like it's like there is just something eternal in nemo that or aurora that i know I've encountered before and it's a belief because I can't prove it. It's totally insane to say, but it's like, and it was just this really strong moment 
with Nemo specifically where it was just like, yeah, I've, I've known you. I've always known you. Like I, I but that's kind of the best, most doesn't rudimentary sound, way I can explain it. It's doesn't sound crazy, but that's the kind of thing where I'm saying like four or five times a week. I probably spend time thinking about that driving around or it just will pop into my head where it's like, what is this eternal piece of us? And how is it affected? No, that's there. That, that's like, yeah, that's your, that's the, the, the beauty of that curiosity where it's like you, you look at the world and like, like you have your kids now to look at and you think to yourself, okay, so like what, where did that energy come from? What is this thing that is like, it like, you're like, you're trying to solve it. Like that's, that's the beauty of that curiosity. It's like, you're, 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 you're trying to understand it. Yeah. And like, and like, that's, and like, it, it goes back to your, like your, your purgatory thing where right? yeah, it's like that, like, yeah, like that stagnation is, so upsetting to me where it's just like like the not always thinking about that stuff or you know it's it that it, it seems that it seems insane to me like i can't imagine someone just would having do that. everything figured out it would be so dull yeah you know i was saying to amber today we were out uh after she got home from work just doing our like kind of evening walk with the kids and i'm like i'm obsessed right now with lifting heavier weights like kind of bodybuilding lifting stuff instead mm-hmm. of like more athletic stuff. And I was saying uh it's it's really nice now like at 35 cuz more and more I really do feel I mean I I would say for a few years I felt like an adult. Like I I don't feel like a kid anymore. I feel like I make adult decisions. I'm good at making adult decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm good at knowing my flaws. I'm good at knowing my strengths and like finding ways to play to those. I think one of the earliest examples was realizing like, I'm not good at managing money. Amber, you're good at managing money. Will you please manage my money? You know what I mean? And like finding somebody to trust. It's hard to trust somebody, but also realizing like, that's not a strength of mine. How can I make that better? Anyway, Mm -hmm. at 35, I know about myself. I get obsessive, like obsessive where I'm watching almost exclusively juju mufu videos and or like other bodybuilders and it's not an obsession where like i want to get really big and buff but like i'm interested in like oh so he does this because it affects him in this way and these are his goals and so like he wants to affect his muscles in this way to get to it so i get like really obsessed with that stuff and for so long in my life i would be like i'd get obsessed with something and be like well why am I even wasting my time on this? This isn't going to like, I can't do this for a job or I can't do this for blah, blah, blah. Like, and kind of getting more set and comfortable and just going like, no, dude, this is just a part of your personality. Like you might be obsessed with this for another six months and then it might go away or you might still like it. But just like, just sit back and have like, have fun, dude. You like doing it. You're obsessed with it right now. So just be obsessed Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. Just watch all those videos and, and lift the weights and, and, and try to do better and not hurt yourself the way you've done in the past. You know, don't, don't go ham, but I don't know. I'm just having more fun with it now than I ever have before where I'm like, okay, cool. I get that I have an obsessive personality. I'll find a new thing that I don't understand and I want to understand and I get really obsessed with it. And it's like all I'll want to think about or talk about for months and I was saying, I was also saying to Amber, like, I have all these ideas in my head, like, 
I want to build a gym. I want to, I want to build a garage gym. I want to build like, I, I just, I'm been obsessed for like a couple months now. Probably we're like, where can I build a gym in our house? And I want to get a squat rack built in here and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, at least I have the maturity now to go like, okay, slow down. Let's say next summer you're still obsessed with this stuff. <laughs> then you can start to look at like, how do I modify my garage to get a squat mm-hmm. rack in it? But like mm-hmm. you have to, you have to be obsessed with it for a while before you can start spending money on it. Like I'm mature enough to have that understanding of myself now that like I will get obsessed with things and then and I think a big part of it actually when I'm thinking about it right now in the moment is like getting obsessed with it and then quitting it. It's the quitting it that is like what I'm afraid of. It's the quitting it that I feel like is going to be so judged by people. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, like, oh, he's such a... Adam's just a quitter. He starts all these things and he quits them. And it's like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm just... I get really into a thing and then I kind of... I kind of figure this thing out and I'm like, all right, cool. I can like... Now I can move on to something else. It's not a... I'm not quitting it. It's just like you get to a certain point where you... You can decide whether or not you want to pursue something. And I think that's where, where you're less afraid to tell us those things you're doing because like we like we don't we don't care that you switch the way you're working out like yeah you do what no. uh like we like we you know like like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter that you're that you're doing it a different way uh like we you know we, we, we might give you a shit for like you know doing something in a different way but yeah like it, it's and I think that's that's those are the kind of places where you've grown and matured in that sort of thing. It's like you, like as you've understood the way your mind works, especially with that like kind of like obsessing on certain things. Like it's it's only made you more happy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you understand it, exactly what it's doing now. Like, it really like, has. Like, I like yeah. the way Happenweber put it too. Quitting might be the destination, but the journey is more important. It's like, yeah. man, I'm just gonna kick back, and I think a part of it just comes. I don't think there's any way I could me. I don't think there's mm-hmm. any way I could have gotten it at 25. Like a part of it comes from sticking mm-hmm. with writing from from 18, you know, to 32 or whatever and just going like, okay, I can stick with something. Like I can have the discipline to do that. Um but it's just like I a few months ago I let the whole, you know, my workout robot, my HRV robot, I mm-hmm. finally quit that thing. Because I started to discover, like, oh, I actually feel better if I'm just working out on these set days, mm-hmm. and then doing lighter things, like, just kind of. But a part of it is being comfortable in my career. That's a that's a big part of it for me because so long as I can like provide myself and my children food, I can be pretty comfortable. Oh yeah, and just let my focus in other areas meander. And so yeah, it's been. I don't remember how I got. I don't remember how I why I pivoted to here. Do you? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how we got from energy to here. But like, like I'm the, like I'm the same way. Like, and the, and like along the way, you also discover things that you truly enjoy that'll keep with you forever. Like, I think that was climbing for us, where it's like, oh, this is actually great. Yeah, this we're is so we'll, much fun. me and Amber talked about that today. We're like, we're gonna get back into that. It's yeah, a hundred percent. And that's been kind of the way it has been with for like me and uh like with biking where it's like because I, I i'm kind of the same way where like i'll kind of do a few something for a few months when it comes to working out 
This is a water. I was going to say, yeah, it looks like a, like a like, croix or something. Because I have fucking 3,000 in the morning, so I'm not having a third beer. I'm having a water. No, don't do that. Uh, but, like, I, I've gotten so much enjoyment out of, like, biking and what, like, being able to bike inside my house has been able to do for me that that'll, that'll, that'll just stay forever. Like, it, like, that's kind of the nice thing about that. It's like, you don't have to do the same thing forever, but as you're doing all these different things, you find the stuff that you sort of build into the stuff you enjoy doing. Yeah, that's been what I've been thinking about uh, lately is what... <sighs> There's got to be a point at which the scale tips the other way where, like, you find all of these things that you like doing, but you you only have so much time in a day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, writing became that for me. Where I, I discovered when Amber and I sold our house and bought this one and moved, I quit writing for two weeks. And I was like, oh, I'm so much, I'm like so much more of a patient husband, a patient parent. I like the person I get to be when I'm not focusing on writing. Now that I have a child, mm-hmm. I'm going to let writing go for a while. And so what I'm saying is like, I want to keep that, I, I'm so hopeful to keep that mindset as I get older that Mm -hmm. there are going to be hobbies that I love that I've done for decades that I let go for other things. Does that make sense? Yeah. For as much as I I love climbing, like I like climbing with people and I'm more than happy waiting to pick up climbing again later on. Exactly. Like like I love, like we, we climb all the time. But we you know, sure, like, it, it, definitely, it definitely sucked to stop, but I don't I'll climb again. Yeah. Um, well, and that's, I was even saying this to Amber today. It was like, what I'm doing now is mostly bodybuilding. But what you and I know from that one fight that Joe Rogan commentated on and then commented, comment, commentated, commented on? Commentated. Commentatorid. Yeah. Yeah, like potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> Potato it. Potato it. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, they're beach muscles. They're not good yeah. for anything but looking good naked. They're show not go. Right. And that's my but that's my whole thing right now is like, well, it's not my whole thing. It's like I want to be able to move around and play with my kids, mm-hmm. which like since doing more of the bodybuilding like stuff it's easier for me to like pick Nemo up and swing him around mm-hmm. because I'm not doing that for a, an extended period of time and I can like lift that weight. It's, it's, it's like five minutes going, rah, yeah. rah, I don't rah. need the endurance. I just need to pick him up and throw him on the couch. It's easier yeah. for me to do. I want to keep the pain in my knee away. I want to keep the pain in my shoulder away. Mm-hmm. Um, and bodybuilding is doing that, but like, when I go, when we go back to climbing, well, then those big muscles that fill with a bunch of blood, they're not what you want for climbing. You want strength and endurance. And so I was like, mm-hmm. it's going to be weird when we go back to climbing because I, w- I will have to let some of that go. Yes. But it, yep. it would mostly be the kind of like uh, increasing weight and things like that it's like you can still mm-hmm. do bodybuilding stuff to stay in shape mm-hmm. 
Um, but what I was going to say is like one of my biggest fears as I get older is becoming like a stagnant adult like my dad who's like so certain that like this is the way that you be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, maybe that was the way that you beed in 1990, but like it's just it doesn't work in 2020. And a huge part of that is because there's the fucking internet and the internet changed the way that we all interact globally. It mm-hmm. changed like it changed our consciousness and I'm I'm genuinely afraid as I get older that like there's just because what I've discovered now at 35 is that people who are older than me were definitely right about a lot of stuff. Like there's just shit that comes with getting older that you can't avoid. Like you just can't get away from. Yep. One of them TMI is I remember what my, one of my dad's best friends talking about this when I was younger and I was like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. But like, as you get older, it just takes you longer to pee. (laughs) I don't know if that's true for women, but for dudes, it is like, it just takes longer. (laughs) I still get a kick out of, I could be in the bathroom and like an old dude or something walk in and it's just like it's fucking be me. It's coming for you. <laughs> like that's Those what I mean. Them. I'm I'm just accepting more and more of like, all right, there is there are things I can't avoid and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that my mental I that I can find way cuz I think my mom's not like that. I think my mom will genuinely she continues to change as I've gotten older. She doesn't get like stuck in her ways. Oh yeah, like, like like my dad's always going out and like gives me hope. Trying trying things like he's like he's he started going to breweries. He's buying way too many scotches now. Like it's like he's like you know he's got a big green egg. Like he like he's he's doing different things that that didn't like you know didn't exist when I was a. Uh, but I'm more I mean I more mean like the consciousness stuff where like. The, oh, yeah, yeah. the example I give is like transgender stuff where I think a lot of the transgender stuff doesn't, you know, you and I don't flinch at the transgender stuff one way or the other. That was the joke kind of right before the election and right after that I was making is like, I kept getting all these flyers that were like, Joe Biden's going to let biological males go in the women's restroom. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was like, are you so stupid that you think that's going to ever affect you? Like, there's a yeah. 0.1% chance it's ever like mm-hmm. you're just not going to have to worry about this. Uh, but for older people, they're like, no, that's like whatever. And so I wonder like, what are those things going to be for me? And I, the joke mm-hmm. I always made is like robots rights. Like what <laughs> weird, like what weird thing is going to come up that I'm like, just too, I'm so afraid of it. But at 35, I'm kind of more aware that like, there are going to be things that I just can't get and it fucking sucks. It scares me because oh, it's like, I, I know there are going to be things and I want to avoid that so bad, but like what robots rights things are going to come up where my, my parents are like, dad, that's kind of robotist or like what, you know, like whatever the thing is, that's just a dumb example. But my kids are going to be like, dad, that's kind of, and you're like, what, why? Like you just don't, you just don't get it anymore. That's going to suck. Yep. Like, like, yeah, like, like going back to like my dad, like there are things where like, like me and my sister and or my sister and Jerry would be like talking about something with him and it's like, what? Why is that your take? Huh? <laughs> like, it, like, like, yeah, like you, like, it's just like, why all right, think? like, I guess why we is that do, the way but, you think? But like, you know, it's, but yeah, like, like, 
it you know it's i don't want to think about like 60 year old dan like having some weird like thoughts about something like that in the future because i actually know. what i'm fucking gonna be upset about but like yeah like like there'll be things but yeah like you're just gonna be like it's because you you've had 60 years of life up to that point you're gonna be like i don't know like like my 60 years tells me this thing is true well, and I know you've never done any psychedelics or drugs really at all. So the one time you were in Colorado ate, and you ate, ate half, half an edible. Gummy, trip, trip balls. Did not. No, I did not. I didn't feel a thing. But one of the I, most... I, I, I had, my head felt a little bit heavy. So I, like, it, was, it wasn't the one that's supposed to make you... It wasn't Sativa? Is Sativa the one that's like... What, what's, what's the couch the one where like, you melt in the couch? I can never, I can never keep them straight. There's it's, sativa and indica. Sativa, but, yeah, I think it's it indica that melts you into the couch, but I can never keep it straight. So it would, so yeah, so it was sativa, and like I just kind of felt my head get like a little like cloudy. It's like I'm like I was, to be honest, I, was, I don't, I think, I don't think there's much difference between the two of them. No, I was very sad that I didn't just eat the full gummy, but we were always doing half because like I'd never done it before, and we were going to like a fucking like pre-wedding party, and I didn't want to act like an idiot. No, you so, so I was a little worried. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just gonna take a half blast into space the nice yeah. thing about weed is like weeds all weeds gonna do is make you goofy and f- like floppy maybe or just spacey and somebody's got to be like somebody's got to remind dan again that we're getting in the car because like you're just yeah. you know <laughs> or the actually the most likely thing is that you'll be reminding everybody you got to get in the car because you'll be <laughs> like that's the fun part about getting too fucked up on weed is like you'll come on camera You'll sit there and you'll be like, oh, man, we were supposed to get in the car like 10 minutes ago. And you'll like bug Mike. You'll be like, Mike, hey, hey, Mike, man, we still like we got to get in the car. We got to go. And Mike will be like, bro, it's been a minute and a half. You got to chill. <laughs> like that was always my thing is like I'd be sitting there thinking to myself and two minutes would pass. But I'd be like, oh, man. We were supposed to pick Danny up like a half hour ago, and people would be like, "What are you talking about? It's been three minutes." Still, the day it's legal, me and Amber are getting high. That was that was that was a deal we made years ago. I'm all on board. You gotta you gotta, you gotta film it. It's gonna be insane. I'm all on board because you guys are just get giggly. <laughs> but uh, oh. Uh, one of the things, one of the, I can't remember if it's Paul Stemitz or Simmitz. What's his name? The mushroom guy, Paul Simmitz, I think, uh, or who it was. But one of the ways they described mushrooms as you get older is that if you think of your head like a, not like a ski hill, I guess, but like a cross country, well, yeah, like a cross country ski route or even like a, just any kind of skiing. So there's, there's, (laughs) you gotta have skis on. (laughs) Do you need poles? It doesn't matter if you have you can have poles or not. But you need the ski boots and you need scoots. You can be holding the skis, I don't care. <laughs> you can be in the chalet, but you need the skis. Yeah, you gotta understand. <laughs> this is getting me good. Uh what was I saying? Oh, in the, in the couch. In the couch. In the couch. Thank in, you. In the couch. Thanks, Apple Leffer. He commented that like eight minutes ago, bro. Yeah. So if there's fresh powder, 
if there's fresh snow, you mm-hmm. can kind of go anywhere. But then as you get older, like the tracks get deeper and deeper and pretty soon like the only the only tracks you can take are the tracks that are there. Mm-hmm. But taking a psychedelic you know, whatever you want to make it, mushrooms, ayahuasca, peyote, it, it's like there's snow. It snows. There's some new fresh powder. You can explore new avenues. You can make new connections. You can make new routes. It's, a, it's one of my hopes with, like, states like Oregon where they just throw, like, fuck it, do drugs. We don't care. Like, at the very least, once my kids are grown and I don't have to worry about, like, taking care of children – Mm-hmm. I could go to Oregon and have a mushroom experience yeah. without fear, you know, with being able to go and buy it from a, a place that's trusted. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm getting in it and I can feel confident in it and then go and have that experience. And I, there is a part of me that hopes because some of the most trans transformative things in my life have been because of psychedelics. So there's a part of me that hopes that if I use it very consciously and very in a very coordinated manner that I could I could kind of keep that younger plasticity in my mind as I get older for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. I'm, ho- I'm hopeful. <laughs> because I it is one of my big fears is that I'll I'll just get cuz I'm way too much a creature of habit and so like th- you know if there's things coming along in the future that start to mess with my ability to do my habits and do my things, it's going to bother me. And, and I don't yeah, want, I, I don't, I don't want to get that way. I don't want to get too stuck in my ways. Oh yeah. But that, you know, what's fun too. So it was Gary Vaynerchuk who really motivated me to have this podcast. He's like, I think everybody should have a podcast. I think everybody should have blah, blah, blah. Because like, it's going to just be so great in 30 years when Nemo's 34, he can go listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's so cool to me that like he'll be I'll be sixty whatever math and Nemo will be thirty four and he or Aurora you know they can go th- listen and be like all right my dad was in my in his mid thirties my dad was having these same fears that he was going to be too stuck in his ways and it does happen and you can like prepare yourself for it it's just I don't know I think that's so cool and so fun that you can the idea that my kids can go back and listen to me and I mean. If we did this, let's say we did this. I mean, I don't, to be honest, I don't think we're going to be doing this. Jesus. I don't think we're going to be doing this for 30 years. But if we did do it for 30 years, it's like, man, you could just listen to this transformation of your parent. That'd be so weird and interesting to have. And even the 30 years would be just the transformation of us. Yeah. It's just, it's, I like that idea of like, you have the ability to have leper says he started journaling for that very reason. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot of people that have yeah, done that exact same thing. This is kind of like a journal. I've really liked that. I was just telling Big J on Wednesday. It was like, it's been really therapeutic to just have the podcast. To just, mm-hmm. I process things in, in uh, Amber pointed that out to me a long time ago. She was like, you really need to process auditorily. Like, even exactly. writing for me doesn't process. Like, I need a person to bounce things off of. Because that's the thing. Like, like, sitting there reading it and thinking about it to yourself is one thing. But, like, saying it out loud... Like there are so many times where like I'll say something out loud and like that'll immediately change the way I think about it. Well, that happened like, to me oh. literally tonight. Yeah, yeah. When and I then, was, and then, like, yeah, when I was talking about the changing of the guard or where the you know the consciousness or the death throes of that, you know, it was like oh I had to I had to actually figure out how to define it. Mm-hmm. It was like I had the feeling in me of of it's that segment 
of that side of the eye, you know, that whole stupid thing I went through earlier. It's like, I had that feeling, but I haven't actually had to define it. Mm-hmm. And so when other people were like, what, what are you talking about? I don't think that's right. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, no, you guys are right. That what I'm saying isn't right. So let me try to define it more specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's been therapeutic. Oh, it's, it is. Yeah. This thing is very, it's very therapeutic. To- Especially in this fucking year. Yes. Where all this weird shit's going on. One been, billion percent. It's been very nice. I was saying that to Amber yesterday that I'm just, I consider myself very lucky to have, we still do movie night, even though it's distanced. We still do mm-hmm. the podcast. And uh, we have, Amber and I have Amanda and James, where honest to God, this summer to me, besides like some of the work stuff, like wearing a mask and going to work, have a right. Dan is my therapist. But it's been that way for a decade or more before the podcast started, so that's nothing new. Um, with Amanda and James, it was just like nothing. It this summer did not feel that weird to me. Besides, like maybe going to the zoo or a, you know something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we would normally do in the summer is just go over to Amanda and James or have them over to our house and hang out and let our kids play, and like it felt totally normal. Yeah. And so I'm just very grateful to have that kind of, those kind of relationships in my life where like, this just hasn't, it hasn't felt that weird to me because of things like this that are therapeutic. It's nice. It is. Because like the thing it. is, it's, it's not that you don't take it seriously. It's just that there are certain things that you do to keep yourself like, sane isn't the best word for it, but it's like, it's, there are certain things that you do to keep yourself in a good place. There are certain things I do to keep marching forward, mm-hmm. which is like kind of all you, I was saying that to Amber too. And I was saying it's a big J on Wednesday that like, it, this isn't a sad or depressing statement, but it's just felt like this year with little, little kids and the insanity that 2020 has been the best I've been able to do is just like, keep on keeping on, like just surviving. Mm-hmm. But surviving is just a strong term. Like I'm not, I'm not starving. I'm not struggling. It's just like what I'm just, I'm just, these little things are just allowing me to keep going forward because I know it won't always be this way. Mm-hmm. All right. We should end this thing. Man. Who's still with us? How many do we have? Six. One of them is probably me. So we dropped one because we had seven last time I asked you. We were at five for a little bit, so yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. Oh, that was too loud. Yeah, it was kind of cool to see Doc came back. We didn't get yep. ki- we didn't get Kibby tonight. I hope no, we'll, I hope we'll Kibby's do doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horny Dad sixty nine has never come back. We miss you, buddy. I wonder if that that dude probably has no idea how famous he is on our channel. <laughs> He's the only clip on our Twitch on our our Twitch clips. Yeah. Is Horny Dad sixty nine? My kids are idiots, or whatever he says. Uh, yeah, my yeah, kids, yeah. My kids suck at math. Yeah, talk about math. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, uh, mm-hmm. or thanks for listening. This was a real fun one. Yeah, that's what I said last week. I was like, let's take like because I asked you, and you were like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we should take it off. And I was like, I agree, because sometimes we take a week. Like we've been going for week after week after week. Yeah, we had a pretty good run there, and I was like, sometimes we mm-hmm. take a week off, and it feels good to come back this was a fun one we didn't even get into rob's random topic we just went for a straight 
what two and a half hours just shooting Three? shooting the shit two and a half yeah yeah fuck yeah hell yeah thanks for tuning in everybody thanks for listening come on webcam what the fuck <laughs> uh you've been listening to this might sound stupid it's a podcast where two friends uh want to get together and hang out mm-hmm. if it's your first time listening to us you should subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Uh, you can email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. Correct. We're brought to you by Joey the Good Boy, who is upstairs with Amber. You see, he's not there on the couch. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who is a wonderful human, and I love him. <laughs> and he designed all our graphics. Correct. Seconded. Uh, Dan, love you, buddy. Good night, nerds. People, love you. Love you guys. Have a good night.